Welcome to today's broadcast of Kingdom Authority with your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. Tune in each Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time via Blog Talk Radio through Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. Follow Dancia on Facebook at Dancia Jones-Morris or DanciaJ.com. You can also call your hosts and guests at area code 646-668-2413. Thank you for joining Kingdom Authority. And now here's your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris. Kingdom Authority. Welcome to Kingdom Authority. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones Morris. Thank you so much for joining us on this wonderful, wonderful evening. It is October, y'all, 2018. So excited about what God is doing this quarter of 2018. Are you taking authority? Are you operating in the territory that God has given to you? Use your spiritual gifts and the anointing of God upon your life. I challenge you tonight. Family is your responsibility. What are we talking about tonight? I'm bringing on my family on tonight. On tonight, we're going to talk about your family, your responsibility, and we're going to show you in the Word of God just how powerful you are just how powerful you are in ensuring the success of your family members. I want you to understand, I want you to understand that you have authority in the body of Christ, in your own, in your own life. And I praise God that you have this authority. So please, please listen, tune in, listen attentively, get attentively, Get your Bibles out. I know we have cell phones. Get your Bible out because we're going to break down some things. And my mother is coming on tonight and my big brother coming on tonight, and we're going to share some things of how we make sure that we remain responsible regarding our family. Now, that doesn't mean we've been perfect, but I will tell you, these Joneses, we're doing what we can do in order to make sure we cover our family in prayer. Doesn't mean we don't mess up sometimes. It doesn't mean that we always have it right. But one thing we know, we have the heart of God, and that will I, I will defend until the end. And so I want you to just join us on tonight as we take authority in the area of praying for our family. Let me tell you something. Through, through everything that we've gone through, that we've seen, that we've done even, God still remains faithful to us. And as a result of that, we've got to remain faithful. I believe it was Donnie McClurk who says, we fall down, but we get up. Listen, if you have fallen in this area of your life regarding the success of your family, don't worry about it. God's got us. Jesus wouldn't have had to come if we had it all together. So since he's here, let's take authority in our territory, and part of that territory is our family. Get back up again, do what God says, and let's, let's just see how we navigate through today's lesson. Your, your family is your responsibility. Let's just pray. God, we thank you for giving us a family that cares about us and loves us, God. Even though we don't always agree on almost everything and we always fight sometimes about some stuff that are silly. 
we still know in the back of our minds that we are blessed. We may not say it face to face, but I know that we love each other very much. So again, God, thank you for blessing us with such a wonderful treasure called the family. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that every listening ear will hear attentively to what the message, the true message that is coming across on these airways. I pray, God, that we will pick up the mantle to pray for our family and not only just pray, but do the things, work our faith in the name of Jesus. We love you, Lord, and we bless you and we praise you. We want to operate with authority in this territory called the family, especially in prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's start off with a quote, and that quote is, broken things can become blessed things if you let God do the mending. Let me tell you something. When their families are broken and they're um, torn apart or for whatever reason doesn't make any difference, I do know that the biggest thing, if you look statistically, is due to death and divorce, death and divorce or the loss of a child, so death a loss of a a spouse. Many things happen that causes a breach in the family. Do you not know that God is the mender, especially the mender of the family? Do you not know that he has come that we may have life and life more abundantly, and he definitely wants us to have that in the family? So I want to bring on, first of all, the matriarch of our family, the Jones family, the Odell Jones family, that is, I want to bring her on, and she's going to talk about some things because she is the reason why my brother and I do what we do um, outside of God, of course. She is the reason why we are who we are. And so I want you to pay attention and pay close attention to a woman of God that we call Mother Jones. Thank you. Thank God for allowing me to be here. As everyone knows, I'm not much of a talker and telling things, but God has been so good to me in my life. And I believe that things that had happened to me in my life was a setup for prayer, where I had to really trust in God, lean and depend on him. So I just thank God for this opportunity right now to come onto the program today. Grateful for my mother being on here, our mother being on here. So, Mom, I want to ask you, first of all, what is prayer to you? Like, what does prayer mean? Well, I would say just off the top of my head, so to speak, and that's how I speak most of the time, prayer to me is a direct way of communicating with my God. I have the opportunity to talk to him anytime, day or night, but I also have the opportunity to listen to as he speaks to me. So that's why it becomes a direct way of to communicate to him. So I know. Go ahead. I'm going to bring um, my brother on, Elder Elder Delgy Jones Sr. I want to bring him on now because we just want to have a brief conversation about what prayer is to us. So could you please just welcome my eldest brother, Elder Delgy Jones, to to the broadcast, and can you just greet the listening audience? Yes, well, thank you, uh, uh, Minister Jones-Morris. I I call you little sister, but uh, I'm going to call you Minister Jones-Morris tonight. But thank you, woman of God, for having me on. Uh, Thank you for having me and and the the woman of God that we call Mama. 
Um, we are just so excited to be here. And for the listeners, we're always excited to share with uh, our sister on this program to minister to you because our jobs as a family is to minister our fa- to our family, our, our immediate family, but it is also to minister to the family of God, the people of God. So we take that very seriously, and, uh, and, and we don't take it lightly, the, um, the mantle that God has given us to carry. So it's an honor to be here with all of you. Praise God. So let's go ahead and just talk about this. Um, I want to ask um, our mother another question, and then we can go ahead and navigate through this. So, Mom, what gave you the idea to have family prayer? There's a lot that comes behind there, behind my idea for prayer, because I've had to pray for over 50 years. And I could tell you a little short story of why I I, I had to pray. So... I guess I should say now that I, God gave me four children. And with my first child, I had two boys, two girls. My first child, I had to pray so hard for him because I was giving him what you call Similac milk. And he couldn't digest that. It was killing him, actually. So I had to rush to the hospital, and the doctor said, take him off of it immediately. That means I had to nurse him for six months. But anyway, that's something that I usually don't tell, but there's a reason why I come to prayer, okay? And then my third child was born with a heart problem when my intense prayer started because every time they gave her three to six months to live, naturally. Well, yes, you can see she's on the line today. Amen. Uh, I went into prayer day and night. They wanted to catheterize her heart. I must have prayed and cried all night long at work. So one of my friends at work said, Flo, you look like you lost your best friend. I said, no, not yet. That's all I gave her. But let me tell you how God works. and It's a setup for prayer. Mm -hmm. Is that that morning coming home, I worked night shift, and seemed like I heard a voice in the car with me, so I looked around and said, she'll be all right. Well, naturally, human, human flow started stepping in and questioning, is she going to be all right if she has the surgery, or is she going to be all right without the surgery? So you, when you analyze things in your mind, you don't need to. When God is in the plan, you don't need to analyze. I'll say that. Anyway, I went home and I called the doctor and said, I'm not going to have her heart catheterized because you have gave me a 50-50 chance she might die on the table. As you know today, because of God's grace and mercy, she's still here 40 years later. In the meantime, I had left her in the hospital as a baby. But I had my second son, he was having an asthma attack, I didn't even know what was happening to him. So, therefore, I wasn't able to take him to the doctor. And the doctor says, well, if you'd waited five more minutes, you wouldn't need to bring him here. He'd be dead anyway. That's my second son. Now, I told you about the first son, the third, the, the third child, which is my daughter, and the second son. 
Well, I started praying when I got pregnant again that, Lord, just give me a normal, healthy child. What he did, he answered my prayer. Prayer does work. He answered my prayer. He gave me a normal, healthy child, the fourth one. But I didn't know to ask God to let us live with me, you know, give her life a long longevity. I didn't know to do that. I just not knew to ask for a normal, healthy baby. Well, God answered prayer. So in the meantime, he called her at 18, something that happened like the gut was pulled out of me. My baby, my little baby. But I said, well, God, you have already answered prayer. You, you, you let the rest of them live. Why take my baby? Anyway, mm-hmm. that's a long story that I don't want to go into right now. But my prayer life started over 50 years ago. Mm. So I believe in my heart that that was a setup for me to get closer to God and start prayer in my family because my family, I felt like my whole household had to be saved. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I prayed for. Well, after my baby passed, several years later, my husband passed. Lord, death is all around me, so to speak. And I start praying even the harder. But she asked, why, what gave me the idea for starting family prayer? And the, and the idea is that I need to pray with my family so I can make sure my household, whole household is saved. And I believe that praying, that's fine, but you've got to do something that, that some action should take place. So we started praying together, initially calling and connecting lines, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then correct. later down through the year, we started praying and, and got a conference call. We do it every Sunday from 3 o'clock. We welcome anybody to join in to hear us praying. Because we pray. We talk the word and then we pray. But there's something else that had transpired. Hmm. I get kind of excited inside. And I apologize for that. And I hate to apologize, but I do get excited because God had set me up to start prayer with our family. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I started prayer because of the blessings that God had given me in spite of taking those away from me at that time. Right, right. I had to praise him. For God, I know that you had led me to have a, a, a start praying for my whole household to be saved. So now you can take them. But he gave me peace right. within myself. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But something else transpired before we really started family prayer. And that was the Lord was setting me up to get my body, my soul, and my spirit in tune to really start in prayer. Mm-hmm. And I had I fasted yes. and prayed for over a year. Right. Over a year from Sunday evening around 7 to Monday evening after I left work, yeah. about 5 or 6 o'clock. And I'll tell you, fasting and praying from the beginning is hard. I'm not going to tell anybody it's easy. It is hard because the first, few, first two weeks, 
or so, I had quarter juice. I took it with me to work. I sipped on it all day long. Every time I would get hungry, I started praying, but I'd sip on some juice to keep myself mobile and going. Mm-hmm. After another week or two, it was just plain water. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you something. Every time I get hungry, I start praying. And the more I would do that, what God does, he, sets, he allows you to go through this process of fasting, and you get to the point you don't want food within that time frame. Right. So I, I'm going to stop right now for that, just that little portion. That's good. Well, let's talk a little bit about we First have been praying for, I think, a couple of years, mm-hmm. and then our, our dad's youngest brother, yes. um, who was not saved, I want you guys to understand this, who was not saved, started joining us, and he was um, a little distant from the family, so we we weren't in a lot of contact with him, but he was the last um, sibling of our dad, and so we obviously took him in. in, He was in New Jersey, and we took him in and, you know, just shared the word with him, took him in for Christmas, last Christmas, I believe it was. um, That's correct. correct. Yeah, his last Christmas, and we spent that time at my brother's house in Virginia, and let let me tell you something. What ha- actually, Dale? Did you say what happened with our 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 uncle? Well, you know, um, he came to our home. This was in December of 2009, and uh, drove up to New Jersey to get him. And and he, as my sister said, he was somewhat estranged from the family, um, but it drove up and picked him up and. We had, you know, my 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 sister and and uh, her husband and my my family there and um, my my aunt and a couple of cousins there. But we we brought him into the house and uh, um, we just shared. And I, I'll tell you, it was the most incredible thing. Um, you know, my mother's very creative, and and so you know she had all sorts of games set up for us at at Christmas time. Um, uh, and, and so after we, we had eaten and, uh, we were all cleaning up and everything, or before we started cleaning up, uh, my mother, uh, came up with an idea for us to just, um, sing Christmas carols, but we had to do it in different genres of music. Uh, you know, somebody was assigned a jazz, um, uh, a jazz version of, of Frosty the Snowman, and somebody was assigned a classical version of Jingle Bells, and, and so and so uh-huh. on and so forth. And so, so we did that. And uh, at the end of that, we all had a great laugh. My sister recorded some. It might be on Facebook somewhere, as far as I know. But um, but afterwards, my mother just began to br- to sing Silent Night, and and uh, God has blessed all of us with with uh with with singing and so as a family we would always sing as a family but we started singing just silent night and it just moved our uncle to where he just broke down into tears and Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and uh you know we would just and after he broke down into tears we had just begun to pray for him because my sister and i Mm -hmm. had been praying for him and we got together on the line and and uh um, after that time, we ended up praying uh, for him, and he received Christ. And I think he was at the Thank time you, 76 years old and uh, had right. not received Jesus Christ. And, and uh, little did we know 
that in June or July of 2010, he would go home to be with the Lord. So we just That's believe, right. you know, I, I and, and I got to say this because my bishop teases me about it all the time, but I came to from Colorado out here to Virginia kicking and screaming because I did not want to be here. But the amazing thing was that God orchestrated my being here in Virginia to be three hours away from New Jersey in order to go get him. So God, oh God, I, I'm here to tell you that God is concerned about family. Uh, it, family was God's idea. And listen, God is so concerned about family that he would move a man and his family from Denver, Colorado to Virginia in order to get one man saved. I tell you, that is the love of our God. That is the love of our God. Hallelujah. 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 And so through the family prayer, listen, God, listen, people, through family prayer, amazing things can happen. And will yes, happen. Yes, yes. Tell you one more brief story, and I really, I really want to go on because you got to know not only the revelation behind this, but the practical stuff that goes on in the spirit realm as well. So, practically speaking, God will reveal death in the family as well. And so, over yes. time, our um, our brother Ordell, who's gone to be with the Lord three years ago. Um, he was on the family prayer as well. He was sharing some things mm. and some prophetic things. Yes, and um, we, you know, we were praying and God started revealing death in our family and started preparing us of who was of, of someone passing. But he, you, there's, God is sovereign, so he reveals what he wants to reveal. And so little right. did we know is that our um, mother's um, second son, um, second child and our brother would would pass away, and you know I know I saw a lot of people ask me how did he pass. God took him in his sleep with nothing wrong. I want you nothing to understand wrong. the power of this. And so, what did we do? You know, after the shock, obviously, while he was laying in that bed, we began to praise God for taking him on. As mm. hard as it was, because God My had prepared God. us in the family, we began to praise God in that room until they took his body out. Mm-hmm. And what what will happen we're, what will happen with praying as a family, you can then rejoice mm. together in stuff you never thought. The peace of God, Amen. and and Amen. people still talk about that service, but it was only because God prepared us yes, yes. as a family mm-hmm. that we could rejoice the level that we did, and we trust Him, mm-hmm. and that trust came from that. So we have some mighty things through family prayer. Um, I want to turn it over to um, my mother. You have James five sixteen, um, um, to kind of go over this. But first, let's go ahead and bring on. Um, my brother, and can you just talk about the the significance of the family? Absolutely, absolutely. So, saints of God, listen, I I said earlier that God, that family was God's idea. Family was God's idea. You know, and it started back in the garden. God wanted relationship. He wanted, listen, God was all sufficient all by himself. Because God was here before there was a when, a where, a then, or a there, God is. And so he was, he was fine by himself, but he wanted relationship. And, and so he created a man and placed him in a garden 
took a woman out of his side and, 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 and so that they can make family because God wanted to have relationship, Emmanuel, God with us. So the, significant, the significance of the family is that it was God's idea. And he, and he put us in order, saints of God. There is order in the family. There is, there is uh, let's, let's just go back. And, and people that know me know that I love the, uh, the book of Genesis. And, but, but, you know, when, in, in Genesis one twenty six, when God said, let us make man in our image and in our likeness, uh, you know, in that, in that when uh, Genesis 1, when God said, let there be light, all three uh, uh, persons of the Godhead was involved in that creation. And so when he said in Genesis 1:26, let us make man in our image, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were there. But watch this, saints of God. When God created man, he made him uh, spirit, soul, and body. And then when he created family, there is father, mother, and children. So saints of God, God wanted everything to look like him. Hallelujah. He wanted everything to look like him. And so family is so vitally important. And uh, there's a scripture that, that, uh, that uh, it's Psalm uh, 68, uh, verse 6. And it says, God sets the, uh, the, the A portion of that says, God sets families. God sets the solitary in family. So God is so... He's so concerned about people that he would put a single person in a family so that they can, they can minister to each other, love on each other. So the significance of family, saints of God, is that it is God's idea, and he wants the family to, because what, what, what he did in the garden is that he had the family, even though there was, listen, even in the garden, there was dysfunction in the family. With, with, with Cain killing Abel, and, and then, but you have Seth being born. The family was there, saints of God, and then God said, he said, he introduced himself as I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that's family. <laughs> that's why it's so important to God. Everything was about family, even when when, when Jacob had a dysfunctional family and, and they hated Joseph, watch this, when they, they hated Joseph, they thought they were getting rid of Joseph, but it was all about God getting Joseph to a position so that Joseph mm-hmm. could sustain his family. My God, mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you, God has this thing worked out for, listen, Joseph, Joseph was to sustain the family. And I was sharing with our men's group yesterday uh, uh, in, in, our, in our men's fellowship that 70 people went into Egypt uh, uh, when Joseph was there. But then we read in the scripture that there came a Pharaoh that knew not Joseph. And they said, these people are growing. They're getting so, they're getting so out of control that we're going to have to enslave them. So they were there for 430 years. But listen, thanks to God, after 430 years, God brought them out. Seventy went in. Approximately 2.6 million came out. So, thanks to God, God, God is about expanding family because He wants us to have authority in the earth. Psalm one, uh, Psalm 115 and 16 says this: 
the heavens, even the heavens belong to God, but the earth he has given to the children of men. God expects for just just what he told Adam, let us let us uh, make man and let them have dominion over all the earth. God has never changed his mind. He never changed his mind about that. He expects us to have dominion in the earth, and he wants the families of the earth, watch this, to have dominion in the earth, but he never expected us to, of us to have dominion without him. He expects for us to... to to, to sup with him. That's why when he saw Adam, and I, I love Genesis, y'all, so forgive me if I keep going back there, but that's why when Adam fell, God said, Adam, where are you? <clears throat> Excuse me. It's not that God did not know exactly where he was, but Adam was out of position. So, see, God is about order, that we would get order in, in the family because when God would meet Adam every day in the cool of the day, but the day, uh, the day of the fall, Adam was not in his position. So God said, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? Because mm-hmm. Adam was out of position. So I'm, I, I believe that, that, that uh, you know, and listen, when I talk about order, saints of God, you know, there's, there's, uh, there's father uh, and there's mother and there's children. Now, there's order in the family, but everybody's submitting. Everybody, children submitting to mother, mother submitting to father, father submitting to Christ, Christ submitting to the father. Everybody's submitting to someone, saints of God. So, so, so it, it's not that men are better than women. God just made us first. That's all. That's his <laughs> order. But we have to understand that we have to love our wives. If you're married, love your wife. If you're not married and you get one, love your wife. Listen, we've got to do that. So I'll stop right there because I get excited and I'll just, I'll just keep rolling. But I got to tell you, the significance of the family is that it was God's idea and God expects us to do exactly what he said in Genesis for us to have dominion in the earth. And we have to remember, as a, a family, the Bible tells us without ceasing. Mm-hmm. That's yes, in First yes, Thessalonians yes. Uh, five and seventeen. So you got to keep praying, and 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 it also tells you in Math, uh, back to you, brother, uh, seven and seven. Ask, uh, ask it, and it shall be given to you. So you got to ask God for what you want. So we're going to pray without ceasing. We're going to ask him to keep our family covered by the blood of Jesus. And the other thing is that it says, uh, I think it's in uh, uh, James 5 and 16. Oh, yes. Confess your Mm -hmm. faults one to another and pray for one another that ye may be healed. The sexual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Now, I told you about my children who passed away. I told you my baby first passed away. But I had I prayed for healing. I prayed for healing. And I didn't think about how God answered my prayer until about a year or so after my baby had passed. That he did heal us above and beyond what I expected. He healed her through eternity. Right. She would never have to suffer and go this way again until he returns. And I looked at My it God. from another standpoint and say, okay, according to God, what you did, God, you healed one of three ways in my book, okay, so to speak. You heal instantly, 
delayed, you have to go through a process, or he heals you through eternity. So I had to praise God because he answered my prayer yes. uh, way above and beyond what I, what I expected. Now, and I'll tell you something else interesting. Be careful what you say to God. Come on, Mama. I yes. said, I said when my baby passed, God, I don't want to. I don't want to ever live to see another child buried. Now I know God's not punishing me. I know that, but He let me know I'm God. I get to do what I want. I gave Him to you, and I get to call Him when I get ready, and when He's ready mm. to go. And I believe mm. that my God, my God. So I, I today, I never tell God what I don't want. I don't. I just pray and ask him and start praising for what he's doing for me in my life. Because that's how I taught the children to live for him so you can go home to be with him, to be with him. And who am I to want to hold them here in this world when God says it's time for them to go? Right. My God. I? So I had to, I, I really had to pray, pray, pray. And also, I pray in, we have a prayer team at church where I pray. I don't stop praying. There's more on that, but I don't need to go into that. We're talking about families today. Mm -hmm. But I do encourage families, families to get together, get on the line, get your conference call going, start praying. You'd be surprised what God will do in your life. Thank you, Jesus. Well, let's Amen. talk about Amen. that since we kind of transitioned. Let's, there are several different ways to um, start um, family prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you do what's best for your family um, and what makes sense. Um, whatever your family wants to make it, that's what you all make it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's other ways. You want to share some other things? Delgy? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking to our mother. Well, listen, when, when your family gets together, as, as our mother said, we started just, uh, we initially started just dialing each other in. I'd call mama, my mother would call Dancia, and Dancia would call our brother Dion, and, and, and mm-hmm. we, we, just, we just did the, that, the connection that way. And then we decided to get a conference call. Um, and mm-hmm. so we've just continued with our conference call. You know, that's just what what we do, but now, you know, there are families that are using conference calls. They're getting on, on video chats. Uh, it, listen, saints of God, we can use technology to link our families. You know, you, 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 you know you, now we have iPhones that we can time with each other, and so we were joking yesterday we were, uh, about, about my mother, and we said we talked her into getting an iPhone because the way my sister and I did it, we said, well, you can now talk to your great-grandchildren and see them and watch them grow up. So she agreed to an iPhone. So, so saints of God, we could utilize technology. So there are a multiplicity of ways that you can use. So what I would say is use the technology in order to link your family. You might have family in Chicago, family in Denver, family in, in Illinois, um, uh, I'm sorry, uh, or in New Jersey, whatever state or city that they are in, saints of God, reach out and reach it, connect with your family because family is so vitally important. Yeah, so other um, things are to make sure when you're starting a family prayer that your family is encouraged by it. Mm-hmm. Some 
what, you That's know, right. in the African-American community especially, we have a way of doing things that is not always so encouraging. I would suggest in those times where you're praying together that you remain encouraging because the young people are watching. The young people are trying to see, well, what's going on? And we don't want to detract them. And then, again, there may be someone that's weak and you don't want to be a detractor. And so it's so important to make sure those family prayers are encouraging. There is a kind, though, that you're going to have to add something else, and that is fasting. So fasting together Mm -hmm. And praying together, there are some kinds that come only by that combination. Mm -hmm. That fasting and praying equals total deliverance, I'm telling you. And so you got to know how to do it. The enemy doesn't like it when we come together as a family because when you come together as a family and then you're praying and then you're fasting, guess what? The enemy has to flee and a lot of his imps and demons. And so when you put them to flight, that's when you see the miracles happening. Now, what's critical is to know that your kind of miracle and the way you see a miracle is not always how God sees it. And so we have to take on the mind of Christ because his ways are higher than our ways and so as are his thoughts. And so what he sees because he sits, he sits high and he looks throughout the earth, universe, world, because he sees everything, the heavens above, he sees throughout eternity. We may look at a simple moment in time, a simple season in time, when God is looking at eternity. And so don't get frustrated when it doesn't work out the way you fasted and prayed. Give God the praise. I'm telling you what I know. Give him the praise because when you do, because fasting and praying is all about serving God. It's all about worshiping God. It's all about saying, God, you're the one. You're the sovereign God. And so if that's what you're doing and you're going through that process, when it gets to something that, oh, no, that shocked me. I didn't expect that to happen the way it happened. Let me tell you, rejoice. You're going to have shock at first, but then rejoice as soon as possible because God sees the end from the beginning because he is Alpha yes. and Omega, the Hallelujah. beginning and the end, and he's the eternal God. He is the all-knowing, all-wise, omnipotent, omniscient God. And because he's that, mm. he's also El Shaddai, which means he's the God that is more than enough. And so if he's more than mm-hmm. enough, in your fasting and praying as a family, know that God has got you. Okay, so with that, we just wanted to give you some practical ways to make up a prayer. Use Zoom, use Facebook, use Instagram. You know, do whatever is possible. There's all kinds of video um, things that you can definitely use. Nothing like touching the green in in, in the physical and um, making sure. You know what? Plug up the airways. I know the enemy's not going to like us talking about this. Just infiltrate the airways because you know he is the prince of the air. So get on the airways and pray. And and, and not only in the United States, for for the folk that listen all the way from Ghana and all the way in um, um, uh, uh, South Korea now, listen, pray. Pray. Get on the phone and go ahead and plug in. Get your conference number and go ahead and speak the name of Jesus. All right. So we're we're done with that. Let's let's talk about we want to bring some scriptures and then we want to pray for families and um people are going through. So we want to start off with um 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 you Delji, if you would go ahead and start off with the family, especially men. 
Yes. Well, so I, I, I want to share this scripture um, that is out of uh, Genesis. And, and uh, it's so I, I read this and it just blew my mind years ago. And uh, it's Genesis 18. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Uh, Genesis 18, uh, starting at verse seven, uh, 17, excuse me. And it reads this thusly. And the Lord said, now, now let me just set this up. This is when God came. He had given Abraham the promise that he was going to have a son. And, uh, and then he also came, he came and brought uh, two angels with him. And so uh, uh, um, when, when, when God showed up there, he was the, there, the Bible says three angels, but one of the angels was the angel of the Lord, a theophany, meaning an early appearance of Jesus Christ. And, and, and the, the, the first angel stayed behind, but the other two men, the scripture says, the other angels, they went toward Sodom. But God said this as they were going to destroy Sodom. Let, let, me, let me tell you how important God, uh, uh, God, the revelation of God is. Listen, so it says in, uh, in, uh, in uh, Genesis eighteen seventeen, and the Lord said, shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become great and a mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed through him, for I have known him, watch this, in order that he may command his children and his household after him that they may keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice that the Lord may bring Abraham to what he have spoken to him. Listen, God said, listen, it's so important to God, men, that, that when we get close to him, once we get close to him, God can trust us with his secrets because he, will, he can trust us with his secrets when he knows that we're going to teach our family his word. When we know we're going right. to teach our God. When we know we're going right. to teach his children our word. When, we, when God knows that, saints of God, there is nothing that he will not withhold from you. So God said, shall I keep from, shall I hide it from Abraham for what I'm about to do? The answer was, no, I'm not going to hide it from him because he's going to teach his children so I can reveal my plan to him. Saints of God, listen, hear me. God wants to reveal a plan. Oh, God. But he's just waiting for us to get in position. Hey, God, Mm -hmm. he's waiting for us to get in position. And when we get in position, God is ready to start downloading things in front of us. I told the brother just the other night, I said, listen, listen, listen. God knows where all the riches of the earth are right now. But thanks to God, can he trust us with them? Listen, when we Mm -hmm. get in position, the Bible says that the earth is groaning, waiting for the manifestation Mm -hmm. of the sons of God. Hey, God, he is waiting for us to get in. And then it says the earth will yield her increase. Listen, saints of God, the earth is ready to yield their increase once we align ourselves with God. So listen, men, I'm just, you know, I, I minister to men. And, 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 and that doesn't mean that, that I'm, I'm ignoring women because that, that's, not, that's not it. But I know God has called me to minister to men. My brothers, listen, get on your face before God. 
begin to seek him and to cry out to him because he's waiting for us to get into position. Uh, I, I, I forget where the scripture is, but the, there's one little scripture, uh, and I forget where it is right now, but it says the men of Issachar knew what the people needed to do. It's just one little verse verse that talks about the men of Issachar. They knew what must be done. They knew. Well, why did they know? How did they know? Because they were in touch with God. And then when they were in touch with God, God will download into you what the uh, uh, solutions to problems, men of God, solutions to problems, solutions to family problems. And listen, some of the family problems we're having are simply because we haven't been out of position. Listen, but when we oh God, when we get in position, my God, God will begin to download stuff in us, and our families will come back together. Our children will line up. Uh, listen, our neighborhoods will line up. God called one man, Abraham to change, to create a whole nation that every nation of the earth would be blessed. But it all started with a man. It started with a man. And I I have a saying that I've sort of coined, uh, so goes the man, so goes the family. So goes the family, so goes the church. So goes the church, so goes the city. So goes the city, so goes the state. So goes the state, so goes the nation. So goes the nation, so goes the world. But it all starts with a man. It starts with a man being in position, taking the authority that God has. Listen, uh, my bishop has declared, Bishop Wesley T. Cherry, has declared at our church that this is the the year of authority. My sister's radio program is called Kingdom Authority. Saints of God, when we begin to take authority in the earth, there is nothing that can stop us because God is on our side. Amen. Amen. If you can just pray for men um, that they will lead yeah, in prayer yes. um, to, for the family. Amen. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come to you on behalf of men right now, oh God. Oh God, you said, what is man that you are mindful of him? Your word says, what is man that you are mindful of, the son of man that you would visit him, but you made us a little lower than Elohim. God, we thank you for making us like you. Now, God, help us to take our rightful place in the earth, Lord God, to take our rightful place, aligning ourselves with you. God, us. Speak to us as men so that we can galvanize our family, so we can galvanize each other. As iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another, that we would come and, t- and talk to each other and share with each other so that we can cover our families, Lord God, so we can make impact in our families, impact in our neighborhoods, impact in our cities, impact in our state, impact in our nation, impact in our world, God. But we want, we need you, God. We need you, uh, God, and help us to participate by causing us to yield to your word, to yield to yes, you, Lord. to yield to your word, oh God. Oh God, to yield to your word as we study your word, that your Holy Ghost would illuminate the word for us, that we might understand what you would have us to do. And we can be like the men of Issachar. Once we align ourselves with you, we would know how to move forward. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Bless God. We thank you. Amen. I hope you're blessed by that prayer. Um, I want to share just a couple of scriptures um, to back that up. First Timothy 5, 8. But if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he 
has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. And the King James Version says an infidel. Um, Psalm 115, 13 through 14, he will bless those who fear the Lord, both the small and the great. May the Lord give you increase, your children. It's important for men to read. My mother's going to share um, in regards to praying for love in the family and to have the right character. Thank God for that. Uh, I will piggyback kind of on my son about families, but I'm just going to speak in reference to because we pray together as a family, we show in love even down to my great-grandchildren. Yeah. And to that point, we, uh, you should hear my eight- and nine-year-old pray. They pray with power, just talking to God like we are talking today. But they are, they are, our minds are so open because we are showing them how to talk to God and communicate with God because they're going to need him. Uh, yes. Yeah. here, First Corinthians 13, 14, I, I'm asking my daughter to read that. And so First Corinthians 13, 4 through 7 says, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. And 1 Corinthians um, 13, 13, so now faith, hope, and love abide, these three but the greatest of these is love. Finally, 1 John 4:19, we love because he first loved us. So since we, he has shown us how to love, we are to pass that love down to our families, our friends, and, and bring sinners into Christ, show love. But I'm just going to pray for a few minutes about family, love in our family. Our Father and our God, <clears throat> we thank you first for first loving us. Thank you, Father, for giving us this opportunity this afternoon to speak yes, on the airways about love. Yes, Lord. Lord, help Thank us you, Jesus. to show love to our children, our grandchildren, and our great-grands all down through generations so it will flow down. Father God, we ask yes, you Lord. to be with each one of those uh, the children in our family. Father, bind families together. Yes, Lord. Mm. Oh, God, oh, God. If families be bound together, things will change in our home, in our community, and all the way up to yes, the God. world. So, Father, we ask yes, you God. to touch in your name, Father. Uh, uh, my God, my God, my God. Lead the man and the woman yes, to, God. to do what they need to do for their family. Mm. We, a lot of us have children and never come back to see them. Mm-hmm. Father, we realize we'll help accountable for those children. Yeah. Jesus. Father, if the families are bound together and with the children, our children won't be dropping out of school. Mm. They will stay in school. Oh, God. Oh, God. They will respect the teachers, what they're trying to teach them. They will put their minds Jesus. to learning. Oh, God. Jesus. So they get ready for the world. So, Father, we oh, ask God. you to be with these families, Father. All of those oh, who are not, in the name they of are Jesus. held accountable for their children, their offspring. And, Father God, I ask this in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 And then I want to um, just pray and then share some scriptures in that prayer 
um, um, on tonight. Father, we bless you again. We thank you, O oh God, for the opportunity to pray, Father. I pray the spirit of Colossians 3.13 that we bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of yes, us God. has a grievance against someone, God, that we will forgive as you forgive us, Father. I thank you, O oh Lord, for forgiveness to reign in the family, Lord. Help us to show the enemy that we love one another and we can forgive regardless of situations, Father. Forgive us, O oh God, because we don't forgive one another in the Christian family, Father. And and I pray, God, that you would show us the true love, how to treat each other, how to do right by each other, and so we don't have to have those situations where forgiveness is needed. But, Lord, we know that we're going to do wrong sometimes, sometimes without knowing. But let us not be intentional about doing wrong, God. Let us be intentional about doing right. Let us strive to perfect this faith. In the name of Jesus, I pray in the the name name of of Jesus, Jesus, according to Mark 10 and 9, therefore what God has joined together, let no one separate. I pray against divorce in the Christian family, in the name of Jesus, in the institution of marriage, Father. Help us to do what is right. Help us to see one another as you see us, God. Help us not to drift away every to be to be like the chaff, God. We don't want to be like the chaff, God. We want to stay in this thing together and make the right decisions prior to marriage. Mm so that we can stay in the name of Jesus. We thank you for a three-strand cord, God, and that you are the head. You're the piece that keeps it together. Father, we thank you according to Psalm 133 and 1, that how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity, and we pray unity within the family. In the name of yes, Jesus, yes, Lord, yes, allow yes. miracles to happen that join people together when it seemed like it was just lost, when it seemed like that child would not come back, when it seemed like that child wouldn't get it together, when it seemed like that husband, that wife just kept nagging, draw them back together, God, in the name of Jesus, according to your word, according to your word in Ephesians 5.21, help us to submit to one another out of reverence to you, God, reverence for you, that it's not about our personal feelings, but it's about what we do for you, and only what we do for you will last, God. It may not seem like it in the natural, but in the spirit, God, you reign in the family. So thank you. Thank you, oh God, that we have submission, God. That means to give up our own ways for you, and for one another, and we proclaim Mm. that spirit of submission in the family, not dominance in the family, but dominion together, God, as we go forth and declare this over children, over husbands, over wives, as we come together as one unit, God. And we pray, God, Psalm 68.6, that you set the lonely and families, God, you leave yes, out God. the prisoners yes, to see yeah, me, but the rebellious live in a sun-scorched land. And so, God, yes, help God. us to not be sun-scorched where we're living in rebellion. Help us to submit oh, to your word, to your will. Yeah, 
together as one family. We declare and we decree it in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, if we have to be bound and held captive and we've got to be prisoners, we're going to be singing, God. We're going to do it with joy. We're going to rejoice, God. We're praising you all the way through it, and we thank you, Lord, and we bless you, God. And so, God, as we get ready to close on tonight and we join together in prayer, Father, we pray right now for physical Mm. illness in family members, Father. We pray, God, your healing. You are the bomb in Gilead, and you are the ultimate healer, God. Yes, you use medicine. Yes, you use doctors. Yes, you use nurses. But, God, you are the bomb in Gilead. And because of that, we can run to you. It is by your stripes that we are healed. And, God, healing may not look like we want it to look like, but you know thou art God and your sovereign. We pray for those who are going through bereavement and and times of grief, God. Lift us up as a family. So many people are burying children, cousins, husbands, wives, aunties, mothers, fathers, uncles, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray, Lord, grandchildren even, great-grandchildren, Father, give them what they need during this time. Help them to hold on to the horns of the altar, God, and they go to you in prayer and rejoice, God, because you have taken yet another soul back to you. Should they be Mm. non-Christians, they haven't called upon you, God. Oh, God, I pray for family members to get it together before their time in the name of Jesus. And we pray against drug addiction, sexual addiction, lying addictions, God, career addictions, any addiction that comes before you. We say no to it, God. Selfish and prideful prideful spirits have got to bow down to you, God, in the name of Jesus. And so, God, no more of this in the family. Help us, oh, God, to do what's needed, God, so that we can get away from all these addictions, God, in the name of Jesus. We glorify you and we praise you. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. So we also want to lift up marriages and those parents and children and any financial situations, praying together, making sure you study the word of God together. These are critical items. I pray for purpose as well within the family and the visions that God has given family members. Let's not stand back and just say, oh, someone else will do it, or when God does it. God is looking for us to fulfill the purpose that he's put That's in right. us. If he put it in you, if he gave you the vision, you walk it out. It's not God has already done his part. He's already given you the gift. He's already set the finances. He's already set the, the people. He's already set the vision. Now you have to do something. You have to walk Amen. in and stop waiting on God because he's waiting on you in the name of Jesus. And we also lift up generational blessings. Forget the cursing. Mm-hmm. We're praying for gener- mm-hmm. generational mm-hmm. blessings right. upon your That's families right. in the name of Jesus. Pray those things. Pray those things upon your family and watch God do the miraculous. I yeah. want you to understand you, every time you pray and things happen for the good, the enemy is going to be mad, but don't get discouraged. Yeah. Lift up your Head, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up, ye everlasting host, because the King of glory 
shall come in. And who is this king of glory? The Lord strong and <laughs> mighty. I tell you, yeah. he is the king of glory and he will come in. It may you it may be a day, it could be hours, it could be weeks, months, it could even be years. It could be years, but the king will show up in your family and Hallelujah. in your life. Yeah, so don't get discouraged, just pray about it. Don't get discouraged, work your faith. Don't get discouraged, work this thing on out, and let's fulfill the purpose that God has for us. All right, praise God. I want to give some final um, time for final words from my brother and my mother at this time, and we'll start off with my mother. My encouraging word, the ending word is pray without ceasing. God does answer prayer. Mm. It may not come when you really want it, but it's it comes in time, and a lot of time we will pray for things. The answer has already been given. You just got to walk and get there. Don't cease praying. Praise God. Amen. Amen. And I'll just say this. I want to tag on to what my mother said. When you pray, then begin to praise God for it. As you That's pray, good. you yeah. pray and you praise. You pray That's right. and you praise. You pray yes. and you praise. Listen, saints oh, yeah. of God, I, I, I'm just going to say this real quickly. I taught a lesson yesterday, and the title of the message was Pack Your Praise. When they were getting ready to leave Egypt, I'm not going to go into all of it, but read that, read that 15th chapter of, uh, of Exodus and down in that 20th verse. That woman of God, Miriam, packed her praise when they were being uh, led out of Egypt. Amen. Praise God. That's powerful, right? That's powerful right there. Listen, people of God, um, I want to just make sure you're tapping in next week. Next week I have my sister on. Um, Elder Sharifa Lewis will be on with us. And I am excited about what God has for her. She's going to talk about go through the process. Just go on through the process. Oh, God. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be good. It's going to be rough at times. It's never bad because bad is our perspective. But I need you to get, if you get in the right position, the right, you'll have the right perspective so that God can go ahead and elevate you to, and your purpose to the promise. Okay. So let's make sure we join in next week. The next week with Elder Sharifa Lewis, my girl is about to be on, and I'm telling you, you do not want to miss what God has planted in her spirit. She is fire. You know how we put them little fire emoji things? She's fire, and she's bringing the fire with her. So tune in next week for that. Um, We have some upcoming people. I am excited about what's coming. We have Sister Elisa Covington who will be with us as well. And let me tell you, she is she I bet is her new album. She's coming on and for the first time I'm going to have a guest artist start playing their new album on Kingdom Authority. Somebody say God is blessing Kingdom Authority. God this, is blessing, this, yes. Yes, he is. And so this particular one you don't want to miss. Um, if you can download her in her stuff. You want to download it from iTunes and from some everything. She's going to come on and start talking about it. There's a song on there that I believe is going to destroy yoke in your life, in your family's life. So tune in the next few weeks. Um, I, 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 I can't talk about everyone that's coming up because I really want to make sure you get on each week. But here's the thing. 
I want to end tonight. I'm grateful for my family. Thank you so much for being on. Grateful that God continues to bless us. Listen, the love of a family is, is life's greatest blessing. A family doesn't need to be perfect. You have to understand that. It just needs to be united. And when you're united, right. God will come in together, and he will use that. So thank you again for joining Kingdom Authority. I'm appreciative for Reverend Dr. Donna Ganning, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. I want you to make sure you're following that, Kingdom, Kingdom Empowerment Incorporated. I am your host, Reverend Dancia Jones-Morris, and I represent also Land Ministries, my husband and I, and I'm grateful to God what he is doing. You have a great night, and thank you again for joining us.